Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The wait is finally over, and it's been over for a while. But let me tell you, sports, they're terrible. I mean, they're absolutely terrible to watch. After that loss, those last two Pacers losses, I mean, why would you ever want to watch sports? Unless... Unless you're gambling on them. And the way you can do that is bet online. Bet online is one of the best, if not the best, way to gamble online. NBA, NHL, pro golf. I mean, I saw that on today. Everything you want, prop bets to wagers, to spreads, to totals, everything you need. Bet online. Use code armchair. Man, did this dude just did this? With the 20th pick in the 2016 NBA draft. Indiana Pacers select Karis LeVert from the University of Michigan. The problem is you don't want to mess with a bat because, as you may know, they can be ratted. But there goes our test after somebody in the stands. And he is going after a fan, and he is waylaying a fan, and this thing is now getting ugly. Got them all? Justin Holliday come in all three. Do we have them all? He did first time in NBA history. that three brothers on the floor at the same time. It's- Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. I am Chris Cook here with me this evening recording this late night podcast. Eric Hawk, Machine Gun Jakey is sitting this one out. We got him on the Zoom Zoom phone call, but he was already uh, going to sleep. So uh, he checked out mentally while ago he he just knew the pacers were gonna you know win this one we're actually recording this before the game ends but the pacers improved to 12 and 9 with a big win over the memphis grizzly grizzlies uh after that uh devastating loss to the sixers sunday night so uh real real quick before we dive into the nuts and bolts of this game what are your thoughts here hawk on this pacers win tonight yeah, it's it's rough. Jake can't be with us burning the midnight oil, but we'll we'll have to make do. I mean, this is the game you wanted to see, a game that would make Dick Versace happy uh, <laughs> up in Pacers heaven after that terrible loss. I mean, we had a twenty point lead going into half, and then we were we got nervous because that's where we were the other night, and then they just stepped on their throats. I think they won the third quarter by two points, and then the fourth quarter still going on, and they're up twenty still, so they didn't let up. Uh, the key guys. The normal guys played really well. McConnell was very active tonight. Uh, Jeremy Lamb might have been his best game back. I mean, he defensively he was doing doing great, deflecting passes, looking for guys in transition and, and scoring. And when he gives you that boost, I mean, he should be able to blow teams out like this. And, you know, the loss of the 76ers still hurts a little bit just because we have to play the Bucks next and then a, a scrappy Pelicans team. So it's a, a tough part of the schedule. But you got to win some games you shouldn't and lose some you shouldn't. That's just how it works. And tonight it was probably the best all-around effort and something you really needed to see from Bjorkren and this team. I mean, they responded well to hard coaching, it seems like, and they were focused tonight. So it's encouraging and exciting. So I'm excited. And, you know, a lot of negative things were said last episode about the organization in general. And, I mean, those things still haven't really changed just because of this one game against – 
a Memphis team that's arguably pretty good. They've been playing really well, but they've missed half their season with COVID. So, and they did not look impressive tonight. So still a lot of those things are the same, but just seeing the guys and the team respond well is, is encouraging and awesome. Yeah. Um, the Grizzlies were uh, nine and six heading to this game. They'll fall to nine and seven. Now the final now on the Pacers Grizzlies games, one thirty four to one sixteen. Um, so the Pacers there with a, uh, 18 point win. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Grizzlies, they were on a six game win streak heading to this game. So they've been playing some good basketball of late. Obviously, they've been playing out with some key, playing without some key guys this year. Jaron Jackson um, has been out the entire year. He's still rehabbing from that injury. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, he's been out um, from uh, COVID protocols. I don't think he has COVID, but he's been sitting out. So uh, Valanchunas wasn't in the game. And Grayson um, so, Allen, I think. Yeah, and Grayson Allen as well. So they're they're playing depleted, but like I said, they've they've been playing some some hot basketball right now. They did just travel. This was a back to back game for them, so they came off a win in San Antonio against the Spurs last night. So yeah. um, they're obviously tired from the travel up here to Indiana. So I was kind of expecting a big Pacers win tonight. So this isn't really shocking to me that the Pacers were able to pull this one out by a, by a big margin. But um, still, you know, you got to beat who's in front of you. You can't. You got. You have to come out and respond back to uh, the way they gave up that last game, and uh, they did a much better job there. You know, there were some times in the third quarter. You know, late when in that Sixers game, you know they they uh, allowed the Sixers to get back into the game because they couldn't respond to to any of the. Um, anything they were doing on the offensive end, you know, they just, the momentum you could just tell was going in the Sixers favor um, tonight. You know, anytime the Grizzlies did something, you know, they cut, cut the lead by five or six points, the Pacers responded back and, and they were able to get the lead back up to where it was at. So uh, did a much better job with that tonight. Um, I thought so, uh, but obviously you're playing a tired team coming off of back to back. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, it's a bonus big game tonight, 32 points, 13 rebounds, five assists. Um, he is one point shy of getting a new career high to 32 points is his career high. So I imagine that's why they brought him back into the game late, but still, um, didn't really want to see him checking in that fourth quarter, uh, Turner with a big game. He had 22 points, uh, 11 rebounds. And then he also had five blocks. So yeah. quiet. Yeah. It seemed like a quiet night, you know, from the blocks from him, but Still getting five, it's kind of just like, you know, you're expecting it. It's not that real big of a deal anymore because, you know, he just does it every game. Um, Brogdon, solid night, 23 and uh, seven assists. You know, Jeremy Lamb, as you mentioned, 19 points, just was killing it from three-point range. He was five of seven from three. And then off the bench, you know, uh, McDermott and uh, McConnell giving the Pacers some solid minutes, 11 points for McDermott, six points for McConnell and seven assists. So, um a very, very good game, very uh, well-balanced game. You know, I was expecting a big game from Sabonis tonight because, I mean, down low, you know, Valanchunas is usually down there and not saying he could have stopped him, but uh, they had Tillman and Brandon Clark, and, and those guys were six seven and six eight. Those guys stood no chance against Sabonis, and I knew he was just going to be feasting down low tonight, and that's what he did. He had 20 points uh, or 22 points in the first half. So uh, big game from Simonis tonight. Um, I liked what I saw from the Pacers, you know, obviously, you know, in a win, they, they shot 60% from the field. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, this was a good game for them. Um, definitely needed this win. Um, anything else that, that you want to hit on, on this game? What, what did you like? Um, you know, any, anything in addition that you'd already mentioned? I mean, the other thing here that I will mention, John Morant, two of 10 from the field. So they kept him well in check. Um, you know, Morant doesn't go off and didn't really have an impact on the game. So definitely why the Pacers were able to get this win so easily. Yeah, that was obviously the biggest key is Morant having a, a bad game. But, I mean, we really were pressuring him a lot. He only shot 10 times. I mean, we were up in his grill. We didn't let him beat us, which is, you know, huge. And I've been watching a lot of Survivor lately, you know, and, and the thing I've learned from Survivor is that, you know, the, you really got to find others' weaknesses and exploit them. And them not having Valanciunas and the refs just <laughs> absolutely letting – these two teams play at points in this game. Like it was a physical game that totally benefits the Pacers style of basketball led to a huge night of Sabonis. So I like that. We just, we just did what we were supposed to do. Bjorkren saw that weakness and we exploited it and Sabonis had a great game and then everyone else had a great game. So like I said, I thought this is one of our better all around performances, but be that as it may, we're in between two tough games and this team's on the back to back. So like you said, putting it into perspective, but still happy, still going into the Bucks game tomorrow night on the back to back of our own with a little optimism. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And the Bucks, I mean, they are uh, obviously that they're still a great team. Um, but this year, I mean, obviously we kind of hit on it last episode, how the records were, a lot closer this year. It was a lot more competitiveness. There wasn't really any teams that have, you know, only lost two or three games. Um, the Clippers, obviously, I think they just lost to the Nets. They've lost like six games now. But, um, you know, teams are getting beat this year, even the best, better teams. And, and the Bucks right now, they sit at 12 and eight on the season. Um, they've been playing some some pretty decent basketball, depending on what game it is. Um, last game, they completely blew out the Blazers. They beat them 134 to 106. Um, but the game right before that, they got beat by the Hornets in Charlotte. So they lost to the Hornets by 12 points. Uh, and they lost to the Pelicans the game before that by five. So um, this team's definitely beatable. Um, I wouldn't think it was like in years past where you didn't really stand any chance whatsoever, especially now it, it seems like teams are coming out and and they're they're able to put a game plan together to 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 beat this team, which you know the Bucks have you know really been a a solid regular season team the last few years, and and so seeing te- you know random teams like the Hornets and the Pelicans being able to beat them, it kind of gives you a little more hope that the Pacers have somewhat more of a chance in this game. Going to be more difficult, you know, coming off of a back to back, but you know same Bucks team that that we're accustomed to seeing. You know, Giannis is going to be Giannis. I, I'm not sure how we plan on going at him defensively. This will be the first time that Bjorkgren uh, coaches against Giannis. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, I assume we'll start off with, you know, Justin Holiday on him and then kind of go from there. But who, who knows what the Pacers plan on doing there? You know, Chris Middleton's Chris Middleton. He, he's a solid player that we're going to have to be concerned about like usual. Um, Brooke Lopez, you know, he's going to be probably shooting – you know, making five or six threes against this just seems yeah. like it always that is that way. Yeah, uh, DiVincenzo, he's a solid starter. Um, and then now you got to worry about uh, Drew Holiday, who they traded for the newest addition. Um, you know, he's definitely the the third wheel there in that starting lineup behind Giannis and Chris Middleton. But 
still a solid player and we'll have three holiday brothers on the floor tomorrow. So that'll be cool to see. But uh, yeah, you know, looking at this Bucks team, you know, what are you looking at for this matchup, uh, you know, Wednesday night? And also I have to hit on it's the Pacers first nationally televised game. They will be on ESPN on Wednesday night. Is it going to be on Fox Sports still? Uh, yes, I believe the ESPN games are still on Fox Sports. That's good to hear because, honestly, that whole time you were talking, asking me what I was looking forward to, I was really just thinking about Quinn Buckner's performance this next game. I mean, he had an all-time performance tonight against the Grizzlies in a blowout. I know he's ramping up. He's got a lot in store, a lot of partners. And, you know, in a big game like this, I think the smothered chicken uh, block box gets unlocked, you know. He has his courier come down from the stands, takes a necklace off a key, unlocks a box under the desk and pops it open, and we got smothered chicken. So that's what I'm most looking forward to. I will not be watching the ESPN broadcast just because of the crazy shit Quinn Buckner was saying uh, in that last game. Yeah, Quinn was definitely on one. I had to make sure uh, the Buckner burner – if you guys don't follow him, you definitely got to follow him. There's a burner for him and Denary as well. Great combo from those two guys that are running those accounts. Uh, but I, I had tweeted out that, you know, Buckner burner. I mean, a lot of material from the game tonight. Uh, just, you know, Quinn talking to himself in, in the third person, uh, telling himself to say it again, Quinn, I believe is what they said. Um, you know, just kept stumbling on whatever he was talking about. You know, Denary would say something and he would come at him. Uh, <laughs> he just, he's been coming at Denary a lot. He really has. Denary. There was a, there was a point early in the game where they were in a three, two zone and Denary made a comment. That was the zone that was used against them when the 76ers played and Buckner almost lost his mind. No partner, <laughs> no partner. That, it was similar partner. And he just went on and on and on. And on. That, that was entertaining for a first half for me. I loved it, but in all seriousness, I mean, it starts and ends with Giannis. I mean, if the broadcast are going to hit on the brothers trios a lot, I mean, I don't know how many times I heard the Grizzlies are the youngest team in the NBA tonight. So I'm sure any fodder like that, they're just going to exploit the whole time. But, you know, slowing down Giannis, like you said, Bjorkren's first time against him, that'll be the key to actually winning this game. Yeah, and I mean, with their bench, I mean, uh, you know, complete overhaul their bench this season's Pat Connaughton, they still haven't coming off the bench he plays some minutes for him but they have dj augustine now mm -hmm. uh bobby porters gets significant run for them off the bench uh bren forbes they brought him in from san antonio so um and then tory craig they brought him in from denver um so a bunch of different new pieces for them off the bench like i said you know this starting lineup a lot of players that you know we're already used to and, and Giannis, obviously a guy that we're gonna have to deal with for several years to come but uh they got a lot of different pieces around him now. So um, I, I'll go on a limb here. I do not expect the Pacers to win this game. Um, I think this is a, a scheduled loss for them. Um, traveling from Indiana to Milwaukee, you know, that's not that far of a trip. You know, maybe an hour, hour and a half flight. I'm not really sure how long it takes, but uh, I'm sure they fly out tonight after the game. Um, but yeah, it just seems like, you know, anytime we play in Milwaukee, uh, at least here of late, we just don't stand a chance. And I know there's, you know, the fans really aren't having an impact. I don't know if they have any fans in the, in the arena there, but uh, I don't know. I just, I just don't find, I don't think the Pacers are going to win this game. Uh, that's why I thought that game against the Sixers was very important, especially within beat out. That was a, a win that you needed to get. 
so yeah, it was very important the Pacers beat Memphis tonight um, because I don't see them beating uh, Milwaukee on Wednesday night. Yeah, that'll be a long shot. And then coming home against the Pelicans on Friday night, pretty sure I'm going to be in the building to see my boy Zion play in person, which will be exciting, but still going to be pulling for the Pacers win. But yeah, like you said, tough game, tough games, tough games. Yeah, and as I'm looking at it now, it looks like the spread has already came out for that game. It's Milwaukee's favored by eight and a half points. So um, obviously, you know, that's a pretty, pretty decently sized spread there. Vegas doesn't really think the Pacers stand a chance in this game. I would tend to agree. I'm not going to get all up in flames about the Pacers loss, you know, on Wednesday. I'm going to be pissed off about it or act pissed off about it. But, you know, I'm telling myself right now, 24 hours in advance just to know that it's coming. Um, and then, like you said, Pelicans on Friday, we already beat them this year. That was, you know, the the game where the miracle win where they were down by 10 with a few minutes left. Not sure how they pulled that one out, but yeah. whatever. Um, and then they uh, finished the week playing the Jazz Sunday. It's another one o'clock game at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. The Jazz are 15 and five this year. We'll get more into that later in the week. But uh, yeah, tough stretch of games here, um, you know, over the next over the next couple of days. And uh you know, if they do pull out the win Wednesday night against Milwaukee, I mean, you know, that'll be just be icing on the cake. We'll all celebrate and be happy. Um, but like I said, I, I am not forcing a Pacers win. I, I just hope, you know, at least they can make it competitive. I just don't want them to get blown out. So if they can lose by, you know, five or six points, you know, I'll be pretty happy. But if it's a double digit loss, then, you know, I'll I'll, I'll be pretty upset. Yeah, agreed. So... That's all I got here. Um, anything else you'd like to add to this show before we wrap this thing up? That's all. All right. Shout out to uh, Machine Gun Jakey. Go cop his new album. It'll be in stores. I think he said sometime in the next couple weeks is when he said it's, it's coming out. Um, so go cop that. He's got some merch coming on the way. So be on the lookout for Machine Gun Jakey. Maybe he'll catch us on the next podcast. Uh, you know, he, he's been going off lately. I think he's still recovering um from from la- from Sunday night's podcast because you know we were all upset and, and like you said I'm I'm still kind of upset about that uh but machine gun Jakey he he definitely was the most pissed off uh, about that loss yeah no doubt and the thing about Jake is he will always like let you know how he feels and like be demonstrative but he doesn't let it all on the podcast that much every now and then but when he does it's usually gold and it usually hits home for, for true fans. So got respected it. None of us wanted to record that night really after that loss, but we sucked it up and did it. And I think it was a good decision. And also last shout out here, Jared new, our buddy started uh, this week on podcast um, at this week on, on Twitter at this week on N I N at the end. So very confusing Twitter handle. You can find them, give them a listen. He's always been a good supporter of us. So. Yeah, definitely go check him out. I uh, listened to their trailer the other day. Uh, Jared's actually pretty good at, at talking, so you know, oh, yeah. I think uh, he, I think he's got a good chance of making a halfway decent podcast. So uh, go check that out. I'm sure they got some more stuff coming your way over the next couple of weeks. Um, always an exciting time to start out a podcast because you don't really know what you're doing at the beginning. No. Um, and you just kind of wing it so uh we still don't really know what we're doing yeah we still don't really know what we're doing we just talk um and that's really all it is so Mm -hmm. 
that'll wrap up this episode of the podcast. We will catch you guys tomorrow night with a recap of the Pacers game against the Bucks. Hopefully it'll be uh, after a Pacers win. But like I said, don't uh, don't bet on it. Don't put your money on it. Don't bet your mortgage on a Pacers win. I'm expecting a Pacers loss tomorrow in a depressing podcast. So we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Have a good Wednesday. Looking forward to it. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.